Welcome to the Jeff Trap Podcast. Get ready to learn 100% legal and practical tax saving strategies, financial tips, and business techniques. This podcast was created with your business and finances in mind. The Jeff Trap Podcast is sponsored by the Tax Planning Pros, which helps entrepreneurs save $15,000 to $100,000 plus each year on taxes and create additional cash flow. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey guys, it's Jeff Trapp here with the Jeff Trapp Podcast, and I'm so glad that you've decided to join me today. As you know, we're going through our last-minute year-end tax strategy series, and we've been doing this for several weeks now. And if you haven't uh, listened to prior episodes, I encourage you to go back because we have covered some amazing things to get you some year-end last-minute tax deductions because, hey, it it is tax planning season, and you don't want to miss out on those write-offs before the end of the year. You know, we've touched upon prepaying expenses and what that really means and how you can do that. We've talked about Section 179 write-offs, your your year-end write-offs for Section 179 expenses, and we've uh, talked about medical and healthcare strategies, how to get some last minute write-offs before the end of the year. And today, what I want to talk about is year-end tax strategies for your stock portfolio. And you're probably like, oh, Jeff, I do not want to talk about my stock portfolio this year. It is down, down, down. Yes, I know. The stock market has been super, super volatile. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of changes there. And, and we're going to see, you know, more volatility as the economy tries to correct itself as we have uh, government intervention and things like that. And, you know, I do anticipate that stocks, you know, will go up at some point and there's going to be good days in the stock market and there's going to continue to be bad days. But how can we utilize these good days and bad days for our benefit to lower your taxable income and lower your tax liability and tax bill at the end of the year. So a couple things I want to discuss before we jump in to the strategies, right? Is short-term capital gains. What is, what is that? So if you sell a stock or an asset that you've held for less than a year, you could be taxed at a rate up to 40.8%. So the highest tax bracket rate is 37%. Plus you have the net investment income tax of 3.8% that was passed with the Affordable Care Act, or as more people affectionately call it, the Obamacare Act. And then we have long-term capital gains. So that's uh, assets that are sold that you've held for a year or more. And you can pay as high as 23.8% tax on those long-term capital gains or as little as 0% tax, depending upon your tax bracket. So let's, uh, let's kind of jump right in to the strategies, right? Um, so what we want to do, if you've sold something short-term, assets, those stocks you've held for less than a year, maybe you've uh, flipped a property or done some things 
with under a year, you can actually offset your short-term gains with long-term losses. So if you're being taxed at 40.8% and you utilize your long-term losses at 23.8%, you can basically make your high taxes disappear by offsetting with the offsetting this with the low tax losses and you get to pocket the difference. That's a huge, huge tax win. Another thing that you can do is you can utilize long-term losses and carry those over. So if you have losses this year um, and you want to lower your taxable income, you can sell those assets and you get a $3,000 deduction against ordinary income. And if you're in the 12% tax bracket, you don't have to pay any tax on the sale of that stock. One of the things you want to avoid, though, uh, as an individual investor, right, because maybe you're thinking, okay, I like these strategies. I'm going to offset some of my gains with my losses, is you want to avoid the loss sale rules. And you're probably thinking, well, what the heck is a, a wash sale? And a wash sale is when you have a stock that you've held for, that you've sold, and then you go and repurchase the same stock within 30 days. The IRS basically says, no, nope, you can't take that loss on your tax return. So you, if you're going to sell a stock and, and take that loss, you can't repurchase that stock until day 31 or later so you want to make sure you're aware of that the next strategy here you know if you have lots of capital losses and, and capital carry forwards and you sell you know a rental property or additional stocks or other assets a principal residence with large capital gains you can use those carry forwards from prior years or even losses from this year from your stock portfolio to offset those gains. So say you flipped a property, rental property, and things like that. Um, and here's kind of an important note. You know, you get these capital loss carryovers of 3,000 bucks that carry over year after year, but if you die, you lose them. So we wanna make sure that you utilize those before you pass away. And if you have a spouse, you're just like, well, I'm just gonna pass them to her. No, 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 my friend, you only get a 50, she only gets, he or she gets a 50% a deduction, so a $1,500 carryover. Um, you know, maybe you're supporting parents or you've got that kid that never wants to move out of your basement, or maybe you just have kids at home and you're looking for ways to pay less tax. Well, you can actually gift them uh, the stock and then have your kids or your parents sell that stock and then they can pay taxes on that stock at a lower tax rate, right? So, you know, if your kids are single, right? They don't have to pay any taxes on those capital gains basically up to $42,000. They're 
adjusted or if their taxable income is roughly about 42,000 bucks or less. And then from about 42,000 to 460,000, that tax rate's 15% for 60 and above, you're taxed at 20%. And the cool thing is like, hey, if your parents sold some stock that you are, that you've gifted them, if they're married still filing jointly, they, the, your parents are still alive, you know, they, they're in the 0% tax rate from $0 to up to 83,350 bucks. That's, that's huge. You want to make sure, you know, by gifting them the stock and having that taxable income, it doesn't disqualify them from social security or other retirement benefits, but that could be huge for you. And then one of my favorite strategies is you can actually donate appreciated stock to charity. The cool thing about this is you get to deduct the fair market value of the stock as a charitable deduction, and you don't have to pay any of the taxes. So let's look at this. For example, say you had stock, you've had it for a long time, you bought it for $10,000, and now it's worth $100,000. It's a great, great stock. If you give it to a 501c3 charity, and the key is a 501c3 charity, it's got to be an actual charity, you get a tax deduction for $100,000, and you pay no taxes on the $90,000 profit. Now, keep in mind here, you're not allowed to deduct this if this exceeds 30% of your adjusted gross income. So, you know, at 90 or at $100,000, right? And if your adjusted gross income, let's say is $200,000, you'd be able to deduct roughly 30%, uh, which would be at uh, $200,000 at 30%, you know, you're looking at a pretty substantial write-off, right? $60,000. And you would get to deduct $60,000 this year. And then that $40,000 would carry over to next year and subsequent years. And you can do that for up to five years. And then uh, the last thing I want to make you aware of, you know, what about if you have a stock that's a loser? Maybe that stock you bought at $100,000 and now it's worth $10,000. And you say, well, Jeff, I'm, I'm gonna donate that right off the loss and everything's gonna be just dandy. Well, if you donate the stock to charity, you only get to deduct the $10,000 fair market value as the donation and you lose the tax deductible loss of $90,000. That's a huge, huge loss. Instead, you're gonna wanna sell the stock first, collect the 10 grand, donate the 10 grand to the charity, get the write-off, and then deduct the $90,000 loss on your tax return. So these are just a few things that you can do to utilize your stock portfolio to reduce your tax liability, get you some additional write-offs, shift income, maybe to 
your children or parents or grandparents or whoever you support and lower that tax bill for 2022. So if you've enjoyed uh, this episode and you know a business owner, you know somebody that has a nice stock portfolio that's actually made money this year or sold a, an appreciated asset such as real estate, then please share this episode with them. And if you can just like and review our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, it's super helpful for our ratings. And like I said, if you missed our prior episodes, go back and listen to them so you can get as many write-offs before the end of the year. And if you have questions about these things, make sure you consult a tax advisor. Our team's standing by ready to help. If you need our help or if you have a tax advisor, please consult them. Once again, I'm Jeff Trapp with the Jeff Trapp Podcast, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Jeff Trapp Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and subscribe to stay up to date with the latest episodes. We'll see you next week with the latest tips on taxes, investments, and current financial events. This podcast is sponsored by the Tax Planning Pros, which helps entrepreneurs save fifteen dollars to $100,000 plus each year on taxes and create additional cash flow. If you want to save on your taxes, please visit www.thetaxplanningpros.com or call 469-343-1500.